0: Hello, Real Madrid fans. My name is Enrique Caceres, your host of the Real Madrid Champions of Champions podcast. Thank you all for listening. This is a special edition podcast analyzing the groups in Champions League. So where we begin, we'll analyze Real Madrid um, Champions League Group F first. So we'll start there and then we'll go through the rest in order. Um, Real Madrid, the current champions of Champions League, winning last year, 2021 through 2022 season. Um, Real Madrid has won this competition four times. Remember that. We have the most titles in Champions League. And the next club after us is AC Milan with 17 titles. I'm sorry, seven titles. My mistake. Also, Real Madrid is one of the founding members of the European Continent Tournament. They're the ones that kind of started this tournament. Um, they wanted to see themselves matched up against the best teams across Europe. So our president, Santiago Bernabéu, in 1955, also he's one of, regarded as one of the most important people in Real Madrid's history. And the stadium is named in his honor. He was um, an advocate of starting the tournament, um, which Real Madrid won and won consecutively a few times in that era. Um, now let me explain the format, just for our for you guys. We have a total of thirty two teams across Europe. Eight groups. Containing four teams. Each team plays their opponent in their group twice. Home and away. You get three points for a win. You get one point for a draw. And the top two teams with the most points. um, Most points advance the next round. To the round of 16. Where UEFA does another drawing. Because they don't want the same countries. Uh, clubs, countries playing against each other so early in the rounds. Real Madrid in this group we should be first place. So Real Madrid is with um, RB Leipzig, Shakhtar Donetsk, and Celta, Celtic. Real Madrid should finish first in the group. We have pretty much the same team coming back. A few tweaks in um, Casemiro leaving now. That's a big loss, but I think uh, we have enough coverage in midfield. I think we have a better defense with Rudiger now coming in as a sub or a starting lineup. And I think now Vinicius Jr. really feels his place and understands his role on the team and, and actually feels like he's getting better and better each game. And Benzema's just getting better. As we know, we still have Modric and Crows. I think we still we, we have an excellent team, pretty much the same, just minus one player, Casemiro, who's valuable. But I think there there's always a time for other players to step up. So now we have RB Leipzig, the next team. Um, German team, finished fourth place last season in the Bundesliga. Um, that's the German domestic league, first division. They have acquired Timo Werner from Chelsea again. Also, he's a hot and cold striker. He He's very strict. I don't know if he's actually gonna hit the ground running. He didn't do well in Chelsea. Then you have next, Shaka Donetsk, Ukrainian team, finishing first place last season in the Ukrainian Premier League, their top division, first division. They're going to play all their home games for Champions League in Poland. And also, they have lost a good amount of their foreign players due to the war, so I have my doubts on them. And Celtic, Scottish team, finished finished first place last season in Scottish Premiership. Uh, the top division in in Scotland. Um, I wonder how they will play against the top teams and other teams in other continents from the other countries. I mean, um, I think they're going to be scrappy. I think they're going to play defensive. I think they're going to either play defensive or front foot. But I think where they play... In their stadium in Scotland, is it's pretty hostile. Gets loud. It could be an advantage for them, but I see the other two team, other three, maybe Real Madrid and RB's life taking points on them. No, no issues. So the results in my group, I think Real Madrid comes first due to our experience and our talent on our squad. And you know, I, I really do feel we have the best partnership in in the world, Karim Benzema and um, Vinicius Junior. No one can stop them and then I see RB Leipzig second place um, only because Shaka Donetsk is due to the war it's limited on players and playing away from their their regular stadium and Celtic i this doesn't seem to it's not a top league so Scotland Scottish Premiership and i the talent isn't there for them to continue on so let's start with now let's start with the rest of the groups after this Real Madrid group group a you have uh Ajax Dutch team finishing first in last season Eredivisie the domestic league in Netherlands um I see them trying to put up a good campaign in Champions League but they've lost so many players and and players from transfers going to Man United, going to Bayern, um, and important players on their team and also they lost their coach, Eric Ten Hag who's coaching Man United so I see them as a rebuilding this year Um, you have the second team Liverpool, English team Uh, they finished second place in the English Premier League first division um also they were the runner ups last year, Champions League last season, losing to Real Madrid 1-0 in the final. I still think they they might have a hangover from last year's season. Liverpool, I'm noticing from the few games. They haven't started well they haven't started well in the Premier League. But they have a talented squad. They do. Um they have lost Mane to Bayern, and also they've acquired Darwin Nunez, uh, from Benfica, a young Uruguayan striker who replaces Sadio Mane, their other striker winger. But Mane was more experienced. Darwin Nunez is fairly, fairly um green. Um, we'll see. I. we'll see i mean there's a tendency that Klopp, after a certain amount of years i think from six to seven years being at the club his clubs tend to go downward but they still have a very good squad um and and they're important to the to the competition and to the english premier league napoli an italian team finished third place in Serie A, the first division of italy's domestic league uh they're going through a transition, but they have younger and more direct players with a lot more speed. So I'm excited to see them play and see where they finish. Uh, Rangers, Scottish team, finished second place last season in the Scottish Premier League. So uh, I'm not expecting to. They did finish second in the Europa League last year against Frankfurt. They lost in penalty kicks. I'm excited to see them play, but I don't. I don't see much out of them. Um again like I said the Scottish Premier League and their squads are not not as talented as the other teams in the other in the continent um the results are a group I believe Liverpool first place still talented bigger squad better players and I've seen Napoli second place uh finishing over IX because IX is just rebuilding new coach new players um let's move on to group. B, we have uh, FC Porto, Portuguese team, finished first place in the Primera League, first division of Portugal domestically. Typically, uh, Porto is a team that uh, gets out of the group stage. Also, they're known to be giant killers. They usually, they're a smaller club, smaller team that that's not established as much as the other clubs, and and they beat well known teams well-known clubs like juventus last season they have a tendency of doing this so i'm not going to count them out um next team is a uh, atletico madrid S- spanish team finished third place last season in la liga and first division of the spain domestic league um very scrappy team very defensive under their manager diego simeoni known as el cholo Who's a very intense coach who wants his team to fight for every ball battle through midfield defend well scrapping the offensive line I mean there's they're re- relentless they will they'll pull pull your shirt they will take you down they'll foul you they don't care that's how their teams play they and I think sometimes they're going through a transition in the game of playing more offensive. They have uh, Joao Felix and Morata now playing more. It's a younger younger lineup uh, on the front line, the two strikers. So, I think. I think they're gonna they're gonna have a good campaign in Champions League, um, and let's not forget there are our main rivals Real Madrid. Um, they're also Madrid, as, as the name says as well. And uh, whenever they play, it's a derby game, and, and it's a very intense game. It's something that um, there's a good build-up to. It's in the city, and, and the games get very, very intense and very, very um, competitive at the same time. Um, our next team is Bayer Leverkusen. German team finished third place in the Bundesliga in the first division of the German Domestic League. Um, Fairly young. I think they're trying to find their footing this year. Uh, They haven't started well in the Bundesliga. Uh, Club Rouge is our next team. Belgian team finished first place in the Belgian Pro League in the first division of the Belgian League. I don't see them. They typically do. They can pull a string of games, maybe beat somebody away from home, but I don't see anybody. I don't see them getting out of the group. Um, results in this group, I think, is Atletico Madrid finished in first place because they have the experience, talented players, and also they have a very good coach. And Porto finishing second for their experience in the tournament throughout their last ten years. Um, Let's move on to the group of Group C, Group of Death. You have Bayern Munich, the best team in Germany for the last ten years. They've won the Bundesliga ten years in a row, title, the first division of the German domestic league. They so they let's say they they dominate the German league. Um, they just acquired Sadio Mane from Liverpool again, which is a major upgrade for their squad. Um, they lost Robert Lewandowski to Barcelona. And uh, so what's funny is Barcelona's in this group as well, in the group of death. Uh, we'll review them in a, in a few minutes. Um, their season has started off r- really well, scoring m- an abundance of goals in each game. They are relentless going forward. They're scoring at will. So i feel they're gonna dominate the gym they're gonna win the title again i mean there's really not any major competition for them um and so where they're really they measure their season is uh how far they go in champions league and if they win it because they are always serious contenders for winning the champions league with real madrid every year um even if they don't have a good team they're still they measure their season by by champions league um so i think i think they with the squad they have the new acquisitions and and their their form at the moment and i think they're gonna they're gonna get out of the group stage uh barcelona is the next team in this group group of death spanish team finished second place in la liga last season in spain's first division uh, Barcelona is the arch-rival Real Madrid, direct rival. We compete through with titles uh, with them. Um, whenever we play, it uh, it kind of defines the season. So you'll have the games versus Barcelona, and you'll have the, game, the rest of the games of the season, and you don't want to lose those games, and you don't want to lose the season games either. I mean, that's where where each club measures itself um, because they want to beat us, Real Madrid. And Real Madrid wants to beat them. Um, It's important that we always beat them too uh, just to set our status in the rivalry. And the rivalry, when we do play each other, it's called El El Clásico, which is a huge amount of buildup. I mean, media-wise, one of the most watched games across the globe. Um, A lot of media attention, a lot of TV a lot of eyes on the game people stop people stop what they're doing to watch Real Madrid versus Barcelona so this is a huge game um let's talk about their team I actually see them as contenders as well with Real Madrid Bayern Munich and uh and the reason is because they spent a lot of money in the transfer market on star players they acquired Bayern Munich uh so Bayern Munich sold uh, their center forward Robert Lewandowski, Polish Polish national team player, to uh, to Barca. Also Leeds United from the English Premier League sold Brazilian attacker, speedy winger Rafinha to Barca. Also Sevilla from La Liga sold Jules Kounde, French defender to barca and also barca acquired on a free transfer some uh, a free agent as uh, as some people would say uh frank kessie midfielder uh from a who played last year for ac milan who won the city last year the italian domestic league um but barcelona has some financial issues at the same time so so under la liga's salary cap that's a rule that they can uh, they can only spend a certain amount of money on their salary, and it's the only league in the in Europe that has uh, this rule. Uh, on top of the on top of UEFA, the the government body of soccer for European leagues, uh, has the FFP rule, which is a financial fair play rule. Which no club can overspend on players and salaries more than the club's revenue of each year. So, it, the La Liga has its strict rules on salary crop. They want to keep it uh, sustainable, the league, and clubs not overspending. Um, so, Barca, Barca this whole summer has been trying to um, get funds for the league. And so so barso went to Goldman Sachs, got a loan for 600 million, restructured it, and um they have 10 years to repay the loan back with interest. Also Barca officials voted on favor of 49.9% selling their club's licensing and merchandise for 300 million to balance the books. Also Barca have sold 25% of their TV rights uh for 25 years to uh, six street private equity firm for 600 million barca has also made a deal with spotify for 236 million sponsorship deal and la liga has a rule for the new revenue that they can only utilize 15 of the latest generated revenue to increase their salary cap on their end so barca has to still offload players and ask players to lower their salary to register their new signings for the season uh, before they transfer in their closes on august 31st 11 59 p.m so barca has uh some issues they're still trying to offload de jong but de jong their center midfielder doesn't want to leave um they have offload a few players um like untiti they're their center back that was sitting on the bench for close to a year, who was unwanted by each each team, each each coach that they've had for the past two years. Um, they they have some issues, um, but I can't see them not getting through this season without a good performance because of the amount of money they spent on players. Uh, hugely. Hugely important, huge important acquisitions and major dealings, a lot of money, a lot of money spent, a lot of time spent. So I can see them advancing at the same time, but I also can see them not advancing because maybe the chemistry is not there. And their new coach, Xavi, who has a full season now, maybe the job's too big for him. I'm not sure. But from way I see this, sometimes in uh, in soccer, if you spend on the best players, so you you get results. Um, our next team is Inter Milan, the Italian team. They finished second place in Serie A, First Division, domestic league, um, Italy's top domestic league, and they have Lukaku and Lautaro Martinez. Um, I can see them. Pulling pulling an upset. That's why this this group is so hard because Inter Milan has won this competition, Barca has won this competition, and Bayern Munich has won this competition. And you know it's all been recent. Every time in the last fifteen years, each of these teams have won the competition. So uh, there's experience on these all these groups in this group, um, but Inter Milan is they can. They might upset Barcelona. They could upset Bayern. We'll see. I mean, it's going to be interesting, these, this group. And then you have FC Victoria Plons from Czechoslovakia. Um, first place in the Czech league. I can't see this team making any movement in the group or beating anybody. So, my results for this group is definitely Bayern first place. Too much talent on this squad. And second place, I see Barcelona because the money they spent. Um, even though Inter Inter is a good team with two two good strikers Lautaro, Martinez and Lukaku who just came from Chelsea who didn't have a good season there but Barca has spent too much money to not be successful uh, and also the, the pressure is on to them so they need to perform um Let's move on to Group D and Trek Frankfurt, German team, uh, finished eleventh place last season in the German in the Bundesliga, the German uh, domestic league. But uh, so that was outside of the places of the Champions League qualification spots in the in the German league. But since they won the Europa League uh, last season, beating Rangers from Scotland. In penalty kicks, this gives them an automatic spot to Champions League. Uh, And the Europa League, uh, if I didn't explain it, is the low. uh, Champions League is the top competition across Europe where the top teams play. Europa League is kind of like mid-table teams. Let's say um, sometimes it could be from 5th, 6th, and 7th place teams. Or your 3rd place teams play there. It all depends on the country. And how many spots each country has. So, uh, Antrak Frankfurt is in this group. Next group, next team we have is Tottenham. English club finished first, fourth place last season in the English Premier League. They have made new signings. And uh, they have uh, Antonio Conte as their manager. Um, He's had a full preseason. Very good at... Very good signings. They made them early. They've started the preseason good. They've made good results. Um, and Antonio Conte is a great manager. He's very intense. He's detail-oriented. He has a set way of playing, and, and each of his players understand that point. Um, next team we have is a Sporting, Sporting Club portuguese team finished second place last season in la primera liga um i can't see them moving the needle on this group as well or making uh, making any results that matter um we have marseille french team finished second place in last season in Ligue 1, the first division of french domestic league um and so the results I see this this group going is, uh, Tottenham first place. They have a bigger squad. They have Harry Kane as a striker, uh, England's captain, uh, great player, scores goals, uh, gets, and also puts the team on his back and and carries them. Um, I think Marseille will be a second place, with Alexis Sanchez new signing, uh, Payet their center midfielder who's, great free free kick taker. And they also acquired a new player, Eric Bailly, from uh, Manchester United to improve their defense. So, I see them getting second, Marseille. And let's move on to Group E. AC Milan, Italian team, finishing first place last season in Serie A. Um, a very good Italian team. Very experienced, well, actually not really experienced. They're they're a young squad, but they they gained amounts of experience winning the uh, winning uh, Serie Serie. A. I think they have a good midfield. They're they're missing Frank Cassie uh, this season, but I don't think they I think they have a. I think they will still win the title this year for Serie. A I still think they're the most solid team. Um, you have Chelsea as the next team. English team finished third place last season in the English Premier League. Acquired Raheem Sterling. They have Koulibaly, f- defender from, uh, from Napoli. Raheem Sterling came from Manchester City, striker. Um, I, I. I think they're missing a a main striker, a a true center forward, because Sterling is a a winger more than Forsay, Or a a second striker, he is more of a supporting cast for a main striker. Um, But they have Thomas Tuchel, who knows the competition well, makes the right subs, uh, manages teams, and puts good up tactics. And I think he focuses more on defense than anything, so he's a very pragmatic coach. Um... Next team is RB Salzburg, Austrian team, first place last season in the Austrian Bundesliga, first division in Austria. You have Donamo Zagreb, Croatian team, first place last season in the HNL league, the first division in Croatia. So I see this group uh, fairly simple playing uh, AC Milan first place, Chelsea second place. And the only reason I put Chelsea second place is I don't see them scoring enough goals throughout the season they need a striker a guy who who puts in 20 goals a season because Raheem Sterling isn't a 20 goal player Um, but he might prove me wrong Um, we don't know Um, let's move on to group G, Manchester City Uh, English team finished first place last season of the English Premier League Um, what can we say they they want to win this competition they're obsessed with this competition um and they have a great squad and they have their the one of the best and upcoming new strikers erling holland who came from Bruce dortmund who he is a norwegian uh from norway as well um so they're going for they're going for they were missing a striker last season they were playing without one and uh Let's see. He he, he's a big time player. He scores big time goals. Um, Sevilla, Spanish team, finished fourth place in La Liga. Lost uh, lost some valuable players in defense. Uh, Diego Carlos to Aston Villa. Uh, Jules Kounde to Barcelona. Um, They're also they don't have a great striker either. Also lacking goals. Uh, And they typically play better in the Europa League. They've won the competition. five times out uh, in the last seven years so i think they'll i think they would want to play europa league instead uh next team is bruce Dortmund, german team finished second place in the bundesliga um lost sterling holland also lost Harlare as well their new acquisition he uh he got t- testicular cancer. He first stage, I think. So he's going to be sitting out majority of the season. Um, that's a huge loss for them. And then you have FC Copenhagen, Dan- uh, Danish team, finished first place last season, in the Danish Super League, first division in Denmark. Um, but I can't see them um, getting out of this group. Results. So I see Manchester City winning easily, advancing. Um, also the pressure's on for them because the millions they spent over the squad over time in the last 10 years and acquiring Erling Haaland they can't uh, I can't see them being not first and then I'm taking a gamble on Dortmund even though they've has lost their best striker but I think there's enough in that squad to get it through um, they have a great player called uh, English player uh, Bellingham I think he's a great young player up and coming a lot of big clubs are looking at him especially Real Madrid is looking at him I think he can only improve in any team um, but I'll see I, I think Dortmund can get through I because I don't see Sevilla scoring enough goals so let's move on to the <coughs> I'm sorry uh, last group Group H um, Paris Saint-Germain French team finished first place last season in Ligue 1. New directors were making a little bit uh, going a different direction. The directors they are buying players that are more solid for the team. They also put in a new coach, Christopher Galtier, A more <clears throat> a more defensive, no nonsense coach. Very very tactical doesn't uh understands ligung very well this is first time coaching uh, understands ligung very well he is first time coaching a major team as well but i think he's a no-nonsense guy he uh, he has his way of playing he doesn't uh, diverge from that it's very simple it's very defensive and and also their main objective same as manchester city is winning champions league both teams have spent millions and millions of dollars over the last years 10 years to build a squad they have now to win champions league they're both obsessed with it so um and they still haven't won it so i think they're they're going for it and also they have star players you know they have uh Kylian mbappe french striker star player for france national team they have um Lionel messi best player one of the best players in the world for Argentina they have Neymar the Brazilian star on the national team so they have uh firepower we'll see if he'll play all three at uh Galtier the coach coach Galtier he's very very stern on his ideas he will he emphasizes more on balance and defense than actually over using the attack so we'll see where where it goes on that um I see them getting out of this group because they've spent too much money and they have too many, too much talent on their team. Uh, next team in this group is Juventus, Italian team, finished fourth place in Serie A. The Italian league squad has improved. They have a new striker, Serbian player uh, Vladic. Um, Di Maria they have, Pogba still injured. Um, so we'll see, I mean, I think I see them I can see them making a run maybe maybe not but i don't uh i see them getting out of the group of course but as far as that i don't know uh benfica portuguese team finished third place in la primera liga in portugal uh mcafee high Israeli team and finished first place in the Israeli Premier league for first division in israel i don't see them getting any results so how I see this group finishing PSG wins the group easily and Juventus comes second due to they're just more talented than both teams. Now I'm going to talk about your serious contenders. I feel is uh Real Madrid. Of course we're current champions. If we have the same squad and we know this competition, well, we we've won it 14 times. So, we are always going to be contenders for the, for the for Champions League title. Um, next, you have Manchester City. They're obsessed with the competition. They need. They want to win it. This is their main objective this year and every year, for the past couple of years. Um, and now they've put a missing piece in Erling Holland, center forward, striker. Uh, so next is PSG. Paris Saint-Germain they're obsessed of winning the competition as Man City but they have a a tremendous tremendous extraordinary and fast um, front line Mbappe Neymar Messi super talented then you have Bayern Munich great team good players plays a good style Um, the coach is really implementing his ideas now uh, playing that High pressing, fast play, uh German style. So and then you got bar next team is Barcelona. Uh with the money they spent, the new signings they get, the major improvements they've done for the squad. Um I think the I think it's all on Xavi now to make the right decisions. The their manager. Um they've he's gotten each player he's wanted. So we'll see where it goes. Um my dark horses now are Milan the good squad and the major upside i feel they have um the i think they they have um i think they can go they can make some splashes in this they can they can shake turn some heads um you have liverpool still has a good squad still has Klopp as their manager um and the new signings they have, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna count them out of the tournament either. Um, you have Chelsea, Thomas Tuchel, their manager, the co- the squad they have, still good enough to compete. Atletico Madrid knows the competition, has El Cholo as their coach. Anything's possible with with them. So, I mean, this concludes. The groups, I still think Real Madrid is favorite. I always feel we're always going to win this competition. And I always feel we're going to win every competition. So uh, I just want to thank all you listeners. Thank you all Real Madrid fans for listening. Uh, This is your host, Enrique Caceres, for the Real Madrid Champions of Champions podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and follow the podcast. Um, We're going to end it differently now. So now I'm going to... uh, Always end the podcast with a famous soccer quote. Starting uh, now and going forward, and uh, I have a quote here from Bill Shankly, Liverpool manager. Uh, Some people think football is a matter of life and death. I don't like that attitude. I can assure, I can assure them it is not much more serious than that. Thanks, guys. I just want to thank everyone for listening. Bye.